Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United of the GM Foxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Midweek Social. Um, we're live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you know, all the usual stuff. So give us a shout out if you're listening on any of those. Joining me today, we have got Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Nice to have you back on. Hi, yeah. Thank you. Hi, yeah. And we've got, we've got Jared as well. Hello, Jared. Nice to see you again. No stop. Are you in? And I'm not suggesting that we're going to skip through this Wyndham one very quickly, but we've also got Harry from Tranmere. So, hello, Harry. How are you? Good evening. How are you doing? You okay? Yep, very well. Thank you. So, we we will we will talk about Swindon game very, very much quickly. Jenny, obviously I had you on because you've been building up to this game for a long time, living up there. And uh, you obviously wanted to get some little bit of revenge and rub people's faces in it. How did you feel when you saw the team sheet? <laughs> Um, I was very surprised, actually. I, I must admit, I didn't know Craig Eastman was not going to be there. Harry and Dino was a possibility, maybe, but I must admit my heart sank when I saw that those three were out because I sort of thought they were rather a little bit like the spine. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Craig as well, you know, big players. And Louis, we, you know, I mean, I looked at that team sheet and... Uh, if all of those have been playing, hand on heart, I 
feel the result probably would have been different. I know that Swindon supporters are say, oh, excuses, but when I didn't see Louis, Harry, Dino and Craig, uh, you know, yeah, my heart sank. But I thought who was there was brilliant. But when you only have four subs and, you, you know, you get, love it. Oh, yeah, love it. You know, um, I knew possibly, but, you know, yeah. Wasn't yeah. good. Wasn't a good feeling initially. <laughs> Jared, yourself, what were you thinking? Um, I was like, God, I didn't bring my boots. Um, <laughs> to be honest, um, yeah. Um, when I saw that team sheet, uh, so I did. So I didn't see, see the team sheet first until I got to the grounds and tried to sort of start the sports. Like, oh, you looking forward to today's game? I was like, you seen the team sheet? And <laughs> it's a looks like, oh no. And um, especially, I think I saw someone um, put a list of players who we have missed at the moment. It's like that's pretty much a uh, first level we've got missing um, currently. And you see, like, our system field consisted of a centre forwards and a kid who's been on loan at Tunbridge Angels all season. And as a, as a Wales supporter, I know I've seen Johnny Williams hold his own against like some Luca Modric in centre field. It's like. He's playing against Omar Bugel and Adam Lovett tonight. We're going to get pasted. Um, but no, I thought, I mean, credits, all credits to those who were in the squad. Um, the fact our bench was Dundo and his mini-me, plus um, Brad House, a goalkeeper, and Ricky Corbeau was, I'll say, kind of worrying. Um, but credits to worrying played on the night. I thought, I thought we were unlucky. Not, I, I thought we played well enough to get a draw. But um, probably not well enough to. But sort of probably the best side, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm the same as you. Obviously, um, it's, it's not no disrespect intended to any of the players who were on that team sheet. But when you when you see that and you're like, oh my god, I never want to hear another tie talk about bare bones again, because he's yeah. say a, a centre forward in centre mid, a guy who's playing two steps below, um, who making his debut. Um, Three wingers on the pitch. Uh, although Enzio, to be fair, he's played right back, centre mid now, up front, <laughs> both wings. Need to get him in goal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, so I did fear the worst. Then I, I did start seeing some of the Swindon fans worrying about their, their team. Um, but yeah, full credit to the guys. They absolutely battled and battled and battled. And what's what makes it difficult is the two goals that we conceded were awful goals that you would have been really disappointed with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was a tough, tough ask. Um, and, yeah, full credit to all the guys for battling away last night. Could have nicked a draw, um, which absolutely would have bitten their hands off. And even, even at the end, when you're sort of thinking, well, we lost 2-1, but actually that's not a bad result at all um, yeah. when you take everything into consideration. But it does mean we've kind of dropped kickoff against Wigan. We were third. The final whistle last night, we were eight, uh, which just shows how ridiculously tight it is. Um, but who who do we feel came out of last night with a, a little bit of uh, credit to go towards the nominations of Sutton Pod Award? Um, for me, um, it was either, well, choice of, well, two really. Um, well, maybe the whole full team, but definitely those who play, but... Enzo and Omar. I thought um, Omar, considering he's not a centre midfielder, um, did a very, very fantastic job in centre midfield last night. He was 
know, he was he was own like you know, he was a kind of player who just put himself everywhere. Enzo led the line up front very well last night. So I thought it was a good game. Um also Ben Goodliff, um captain last night as well for the first time. Um did a great um led the line in defence very, very well. So eight of those three really for me. Yeah. And Jenny, who did you think? Um yeah, I've got to sort of agree with that really. And most of the team um as well. I thought um Omar was, you know, brilliant. He he seemed to cover, you know, the whole of the pitch, really. Uh he was everywhere. I don't, you know, what if you had to say what position was he playing, I, I think most people thought um not sure. Uh, but definitely Omar um, but I always think Ben's brilliant in defence. He'll he'll throw his body at anything, you know, where the ball's going. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I've got to agree with Jared. But pro- probably Omar um, yeah. to go for it. I've got to give a little shout out as well for. Well, I think he, I think he's getting better each game. Is Will Randall? <laughs> um, I have to say that because he's. His parents were. I, I hung back a little bit after the match because living so near, I didn't have to rush to get home. And he had his sort of whole family um, outside, and I hadn't realised who they were. I'd met them before, and then I suddenly did. So when he came out, he was giving them all a hug, and I think they suddenly adopted me because he gave me one. And I went, but with one, he went, no, nah, don't worry, Jenny. You are, you know, no, he. Um, I'd like to see what we'd have done if we you know, Tanto and, you know, yeah. all the others, because Swindon were not the same calibre as when they were, they were down at no. Green Lane. Definitely no, not. And, you know. I, I think the, the big mystery last night was Craig Eastmond. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Since he's come to the club back in 2015, he's been, you know, consistently an amazing player for us. And I um the game I think we like the season where because he's missed a few games now unfortunately um like Bristol Rovers away where we didn't have in the league where Eastman wasn't playing uh, you know just other fates looked looked a shambles that night and I think it's credit to um Ben and Kobe um stepped up last night because obviously Eastman as that extra layer in defence um defensive play we definitely missed um Craig Eastman last night and. Um, yeah, so I think he was probably our biggest miss in terms of, but I, no, I agree yeah. with you, um, Jenny, about Will Randall. Um, I think he's actually probably our most consistently good player. Like, mm-hmm. he, like he, he's what he's the one player who doesn't have, um, he, he's not, um, he has, some of our players will have a lot of, a lot of our good players will have off games every so often. I don't think that's always the case with Will. I think he always persistent, um, provides the same devil consistency every time he plays and he's always a useful outlet for the team. I, I'm just trying some bit of a Will Randall fanboy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's... I, yeah, yeah, sorry, no, I, I was just saying about Will. He, he he sort of used to disappear during some matches and I know everyone got used to him cutting inside and he yeah. used to cut inside and lose the ball. But I found that he's, he's mixed that up a bit. I, I assume he's worked on that in training and he's not so much just cutting inside. But if he does cut inside... He can keep that ball, and as we've seen on occasions now, he he cuts inside, he shoots, and he scores. You know mm-hmm. when he has done that. So I think he's he's he has improved tremendously. Um, and you know, long may that continue. But yeah, uh, it, so. So, yeah. So so another player that really like really impressed me with how much he's improved recently is Enzo. I mm-hmm. think two goals the other weeks really like boosted him as a as a player. 
And the, the, obviously, I think he's one, you know, um, Matt mentioned um, Graham um, loses quite a bit. Sometimes, though, um, such a players who don't always have starting positions um, who take the opportunities with injuries, like, for example, Joe Kizzy did earlier this season. Um, I think Enzo's using the opportunity of injuries in the squad to to boost his own standing in, in, in the team. And I think mm-hmm. he's taking his I think he's taking his chance very well. Obviously he's two goals the other week. Um I again I think he led the line fantastic last night. He was a mm-hmm. constant ball. Every time we had the ball, he was a threat to Swindon every time he touched that ball last night. And you know, I thought he's again he's a player about whose level of performance for me has improved quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess so we also, gonna... uh, sorry, I just, can just quickly say, I guess Enzio and Joe wouldn't have got their chances unless we had the other strikers injured. So yeah. it, it sort of swings and roundabouts, yeah. isn't it? That Absolutely. we missed Tanto and yet it was because we had these people injured that they've come to the fore and Joe's been, Joe's been, you know, just as good as finishing. But anyway, yeah. sorry, Mike. Yeah, it's all right, don't worry. So we're <laughs> going to put forward to, to the vote and people will decide. Um, we're going to put Enzio, Omar, Will and Ben Goodliffe. So yeah. people can have a little vote and see. And um, we'll, we'll make a decision. But yeah, it was one. It was one of those games we just needed to get it over with. Um, I did see a comment now. I can't remember who said it. It's a, it's a bit worrying now that we kind of seem to be limping towards the, the end of the season. Um, which, uh, to be fair, uh, I'm not going to disagree with at the moment. We, we are struggling at the moment. The, the very small squad seems to be um, catching up with us. <coughs> And a lot of clubs did strengthen in January when we, we didn't, so um, we we will see. Um, I just think I just think that's the way the league is as well. Because like clubs will have really good like um, periods of like um, great for results, great performances. And then we'll have we'll have better periods. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, look, the fact that the Forest Green have haven't won or won mm-hmm. only one game in the last like five or six, and I still. Eight nine points clear at the top yeah. of the table, just shows you the level of consistency below them, and the fact that you know we can go from second to eight, well, sorry, third, third to eight in barely a week, just again shows you how tight everyone is. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot, of, it's it's one or two results, and um, that can just um throw you completely. And but then you say, how this time next week, if you say, say we win on Saturday, so we beat Oldham, we're right back in the mix, and it'd be like, oh. Price is averted, so it's it's such so it's so tight and so inconsistent at the top of the moment that you're you're one or two games away from crisis or or the success. Well, I don't think we're heading to crisis, but that does give me a nice little segue. Thank you, Jared. Is we will talk about the Tranmere game um, because we've got a nice easy game against team in fourth, who suddenly had a little bit of a wobble a couple of weeks ago. And um... <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> We we were we were on we I went to Leighton Orient in the FA Cup. We got beat four 0 I didn't see where the next win was coming from, and we went on a massive run, and just the confidence grew. And then obviously, we had that Swindon game at home, following obviously tra- tragic events with Nate, and we absolutely it was one of our best performances of the year. We won three mm-hmm. 0 We played, we won every tackle. We played lovely through balls. Everything clicked. It's the first first ninety minutes we've had all season, and then obviously yeah. we went up to second or third, wherever it was, and then we just nosedived. We started playing long balls. It was just lump the ball, big hoof the ball. We lost, you know, four or five games. 
couldn't get a point. And then obviously we've just had two wins back to back. I think what's happening at the minute is everyone's playing each other. The dark horses of Bristol Rovers in my book, they've come from absolutely nowhere and they're flying. I think yeah. they could potentially do Bolton with the form they're on. And, you know, like I said to, to your guys when you came up to Tramia, you know, it's a case of buckling up and, and enjoying the ride. It's going to be so exciting. And as you say, all the way down as far as Mansfield, Port Vale, anybody who hits a bit of run, bit of form at the minute has got a chance. And I think, yeah. you know, when we played Forest Green at home, they absolutely snuffed us. They wiped the floor with us. You know, and since then, I think they've had a they they pulled for results. I think they've gone four or five games without a win. I think it's seven. Is it seven? I think someone said it was seven earlier. I'm not 100 sure that could be you wrong. But... And it shows you that you know because each other team, all the teams, you know, from sort of second, sixth, and seventh and eighth, have been playing each other week in week mm-hmm. out. Not every team is going to win, and there's no. been quite a few draws. Yeah. I think you've had a fantastic season. <laughs> You've had that sort of bounce effect, you know. When, when we when we got out of the bin league, with all due respect, the bin league, I keep calling it the bin league. We had that momentum, and that you know we got back to back promotions, and that's what I was saying to, you know, to Jenny and your guys up in the in the tent. I I could see that from your team, you were playing for each other right the way through. You might only have a small squad, but you had that winning mentality, and when you've got, got that. You know, and don't know what they're facing. You, you're gonna, you're gonna catch them with the pants down. Um, you, know, you did it to us. You, you put one of the best performances at our place, um, and it, it kind of, you know, plucky old, you know, plucky little Sutton. You're there with due respect, due reward. You've done it on your own merit. You know, you want to really enjoy your Wembley trip. You know, win it. But I, 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 I know the difficulty from what you've been saying about having a few players out and the squad, and the depth of the squad. You know, it could fizzle out. I don't think it will, because you, you've got that winning mentality. I think you, mm-hmm. that's right throughout your club. But, mm. you know, if it does, it does. You've had a fantastic yeah. season. Yeah. But don't, you know, bu- buckle down and graft, because I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of twists and turns for the next four or five weeks. Yeah. It's the business end of the league, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. know, um, the past couple of weeks, when when we've lost, everybody else has lost. Mm. But Tuesday night is the only where everyone won, and I think you lost. Yeah, I think that's literally every other team won. Um, yeah. but that was quite frustrating. Um, but Greg, you, you you mentioned Nate because um, Jenny, did you want to go for it and ex- ex- what what about Nate? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, just to thank Harry really because when we were up at um, up at Tranmere in November. Uh, it was Harry that we were sitting all around uh, the, uh, one of the tables in the tent and uh, Harry mentioned to myself and Ali and, jo- you know, the others that were sitting there about Nate um, and about, you know, he was he's only five and that he had a brain tumour and they were setting up, I believe it was a, like a GoFundMe page to help for the treatment and... Uh, you know, and Harry said, could we pass it around some of the supporters, which which me and Ali did. Um, and I mean, to cut a long story short, um, many people may down Sutton know this. I know quite a few of them did. Um, myself and Ali followed uh, Nate's story through his, through his dad, Phil, on Twitter. 
um, and sadly Nate died um, in February. And uh, me and Ali, we sort of got together because it, it was really very sad. We saw how Tranmere had embraced Nate and when they scored in the fifth minute when they played Swindon after he died. And it was very emotional. And so um, we got together and we what we're going to do on Saturday, and it's been not approved, but it's been agreed by the chairman, Bruce Elliott, by Tim, by other people. We're going to have a bucket collection um, in the th- in the three bars and at the meal beforehand uh, to raise money. I know that at the funeral, which was only last week, uh, money was raised for its CCLG, which is the Children's Cancer and Leukaemia Group, which uh, isn't particularly well-funded. I th- believe his dad has said to us. So... Um, we're going to have a bucket collection then. And to be quite honest, you know, any amount. When I was talking to Ali about it on our last home match, already two people put their hands in their pocket, brought out a £10 note. So we've already got some, some money. But we're going to do that. And Rob Oakes, um, as everyone in the club knows who he is, he's agreed not a problem to sort the money out and to get the cheque made out, etc. So... We're going to do that. There should be something in the programme, hopefully, and hopefully we're hoping to have Nate's picture on the big screen with them, but Ali's sorting all that out. So, oh, sorry, Ali, folks, but that's what we're trying to do. That is so, so good, and it's so, so happy with you guys. And it, you know, at the end of the day, football sometimes takes second fiddle, doesn't it? If you look yeah. at what happens within a club, how we support families who are going through tragic circumstances, it's more than football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, we really, really appreciate the support. I mean, I've got to say, if I can just say, if if anyone who listens to the podcast or who finds out doesn't know, I've got pictures on my iPhone of Nate and of Phil. Um, I've got the, the, the clip of what happened when the players scored. Um, you know, bring your tissues. But no, Nate is the most gorgeous, lovely kid ever. And his dad, unbelievable, has been... He, you know, you just got to read his Twitter feed. Honestly, he's been absolutely unbelievable in working through his grief and that. We were hoping, I don't, I don't think we were, we were hoping that we could perhaps get into the match. But we understand, obviously, you know, it's only been a week since the funeral and that. But I hope when we next up Tranmere and he gets to a match that, you know, I'd love to meet him. I know Ali would. Um, oh, brilliant, yeah. But, but, but really, people... Yeah. See his picture, Nate. That come and see our rally, and we'll we'll share stuff with you, definitely. Yeah, I think I think the Lincoln based, they're based in Lincoln. Yeah, that that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, and and also for Sutton fans, talk, I would suggest talk to any Tranmere fan, and they will know Nate. They the whole club, they will know him, and they'll talk to you about him. Yeah. Absolutely tragic, but lovely, lovely lad. Oh, we can do do him proud on Saturday. That's so generous um, of you. We really appreciate the support. Yeah, I mean you're 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 a much bigger club than us, but it's 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 always seemed like a small unit. Not not your bigger club is a lot more people that come to Sutton, but you do seem like a tuned in family. Um, from certainly mm. from what I've seen on 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 various different things, your, your chairman's quite quite sort of friendly with all the fans as well. I I, I yeah, catch. I think I think the thing about it is you know people. People often sort of misconceive because obviously with the based up in on Merseyside and obviously you've got Everton, Liverpool and Shadows, but we're a club of our own stature. And mm. you know, we hit rock bottom 
you know, we, we suffered back-to-back relegations. We were in non-league for three years. It's a hell of a league to get out of, as everybody knows. It doesn't take any prisoners lightly. To be, to be but, fair, but we, we were the there. Time we we, tried. Yeah, we were there on merit. And the problem is, you know, you look at some clubs down there at the moment, like of Wrexham, you know, um, Stockport, big, massive ex-football league clubs. You know, we played Harrogate Tuesday night. Look how Harrogate have come up and done and held their own. You know, it can be done. You know, that, that's what, you know, when we were talking to your guys in the tent, they saying, well, we're almost safe. And I was like, say, Jenny, it's not about being <laughs> safe. You're going to get that back to about bounce. You're going to fly. And having that trust... You know, yeah. within that squad, once you've got that winning spirit like, like, that you have got, and yes, I think, you know, you are suffering with injuries at the minute, which doesn't help. But then sometimes you get the opportunity to, as you're saying, play, play some of the youngsters who actually thrive from that. So hmm. I, 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 hate... don't wanna, I, I don't want to say this is a big loving, Harry, because it's as if we're all patting each no, other no, on no. the back. But, but no, no, when I first went to Tranmere, I just got to say, how, you know, you embraced the National League. When we first went up, we were in National League. You embraced it, you took it on, and some of these ex-league clubs don't. They feel they shouldn't be there, and they're a bit, you know. But Tranmere was so friendly. We got, you know, and, and honestly, it, I just found that we've continued that relationship, yeah. and we, 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 we just get on really great together. I hope, yeah, know. I just want to so, say, Jared, on it. it's just... Yeah, <laughs> I've said I've, I've said sorry. I've said that before that um, a lot of the clubs that were down in the national league, it was it was glorious to to beat them and, and catch their tears. But Tranmere just took it on the chin and just was like, yeah, yeah well, we're we're here for a reason. So yeah. you've got that feeling as well. I know you thrive on other people's tears. So yeah, <laughs> and there's there's nothing there's not there's no more beautiful style of football than the home team booing you at, at half time or full time. <laughs> Um, but I remember, um, you know, I've only been to Tramir once. Uh, the game we actually won um, back in uh, August 2017, Craig Dundo, Craig, Craig Dundas yeah. in the 40th minute or something like that. And afterwards, you know, you expected that the, the side comments like, oh, you cheats, yeah, yeah, you're playing on just referee all the time. It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. But that, all the Tramir fans I spoke to that day were like, you know, congratulations, well done, you know, better team on day one. Um, every time I came came down to Ghana Green Lane, it was a it tends to be the friendly end of the the um the um the X League um clubs. So you know it was a um a good friend like you know a friendly um good rapport there. Um, so it's 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 nice to see them do so well in their first couple of seasons back in the football league. Obviously they're back they're back down in League Two at the moment, but yeah, it's a they're good um good club and. Games between Sun and Premier tends to be quite entertaining. Although we do swap wins, so I'm not too optimistic about Saturday. So we do swap wins every season. Um, but yeah, well, I, th- I mean the gloves will be off on Saturday. It's such an important day for both yeah. teams. You know, no bones about it. But at the end of the day, football's a winner. I, I think we have turned the corner. Past couple of games, we've actually started to get the ball down and play it on the deck rather than lump aimless balls. That we just, but we've had a couple of key injuries as well. I think our blip coincided with losing Jay Spearing. You know, he's such an experienced midfielder. We've got a young lad on loan from Everton at the minute, uh, Lewis Warrington. He's been absolutely superb. He's really starting to uh, find his feet. Had a great game on Tuesday night. 
a good game on Friday. The Friday night game we played against Mansfield, a 3-2, that was one hell of a ding-dong. It was a proper old-fashioned football match. Yeah. It was, I think it was 2-2 in the 92nd minute and then we won in the 96th minute. Uh, there was a big injury for about 10 minutes, but it was a belter of a Friday night football. Good old-fashioned end-to-end match. And again, Mansfield have had a bit of a blip, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. They had well, lost the game for weeks. And then... They lost the last year, haven't they, Mansfield? Yeah. Um, the game they lost against you was like the first time they lost since, since... we beat them back in October. Yeah. Um, so, so they obviously went on a massive like unbeaten run. And then now I lost two, so it just goes to show you it's one or two, you know, two or three games away from disaster or triumph in this league at the moment. So, you know, who, who, who do you think is going to finish in the top three? <laughs> I never make predictions, I never have, and I never will. But son, <laughs> okay, sitting on the fence. I, I reckon Bristol Rovers are going to, are going to, are going to get it. Well, top three. Yeah, I just have a feeling they're, they're going to just. Start stopping. I reckon Forest Green will hang on. Yeah. Um, Northampton. Yeah. I, I, I think no, Saturday's no. going to be a big day for you guys because if, if you if you do beat us, I think that should put you back into the top three. I I think we've Depending played a couple of games more. Well. I think there's a couple of teams with a couple of games in hand, haven't they? And I tell you yeah. what, it's going to come in. It's goal difference without a yeah. shadow of mm-hmm. doubt. Goal difference is going to be so important. Which is why we're going to win us 2-1 last night. Because um, goal difference, um, every, everything's put. I mean, myself, I, I generally don't think, other than for a screen, we'll be able to call the top three until May 6th. Um, until after full, uh, until the full-time last day of the season. I think it's going to be that close up until the last day of this week. Because inevitably, I've been... Yeah, they look they're looking ominous at the moment, but I think the Rovers are probably going to slip up at some point. Um, Exeter, uh, you know, they're looking good, but they can slip up at some point as well. Um, Mansfield could get could get back on form. Newport had some good spells and some bad spells again. Yeah, I think the top three you just can't call, well apart from Forest Green, you can't really call until the last day. I think we've just we're really close. Lost. We lost to Newport away, awful. We lost to Newport away. Awful. Sorry, not New, but sorry, Northampton. So, you know, they're big six point games. Mm. You know, mm. and if we didn't win our last two, we could have ended up bloody 12th. That's how ridiculous it is. But yeah, I'm hoping we've had our blip at the right time and we can hit a bit of form. But who knows? It depends. Yeah, exactly. if, we, if we play it on the deck, we've got a chance. Yeah. You'll know in the first 10 minutes, we start hoofing it. I think, I think you'll do us. Well, I've, I think it's going to depend on the on the bodies. It's literally going to be a, a yeah. body counting exercise to see who who we've got, who we can get out there. I mean, quick, the only... quick question: you know, yeah. you know the rules are set um, back back in the height of the Omicron, back in like December January time. It would say you could have, if you had fourteen, you, um, if you had less than fourteen available players, then you could like not play, Absolutely. essentially cancel the game. Does that only apply to COVID situations? I, I think it or, does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because you know, last night we were at fourteen outfield players, and I think those are the last fourteen outfield players we had. You know, yeah. um, and so any injuries, any suspensions, we were unless someone comes back, we are pretty much <coughs> asking yeah. supporters to bring their boots. You know, <laughs> I, th- I think Matt and Jason might be ahead of us. Yeah, boot, somewhere. I think I think anyone with a pulse should be ahead of myself. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> 
And even some zombie, you know, even some people that have a pulse. You know. <laughs> but How are you getting on with the uh, waistband? Is it is it half done? Is it? I know some of the seats are in. So How are you getting on? You've got no stand. Um, yeah. You've got two sets of seats: the the temporary seats which we had at the beginning of the season, and then the permanent seats that have got in. But they've taken out the standing area, and that's not going to be ready. And the other one that was supposed to be ready isn't going to be ready. So you guys have got the real short straw where you've got a limited um, availability. Less than 400 tickets, I think. Yeah. Um, But by the time Bradford match comes out, the two um, standing areas should hopefully be be done. I've not had an an update. I don't know if anyone else has anything. Isn't the the TARDIS Terrace um, areas that are meant to be done by the end of this month, beginning of next month, so in time for our next home game. Uh, yeah, I time for our the, next the, home game, which yeah. will be or- late in Orient now. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were looking at that. I thought it was the Bradford one. That's excellent. That, well, so, so the whole thing will be yeah. ready for Bradford's, but okay. the TARDIS Terrace, right. for what I Adrian Barry's last video, should be done at the end of this month, beginning of next month. So we have okay. some. So we should have some sex. I can't imagine trying to get, it'd be quite funny trying to give Leighton Orient 400 tickets. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, just, what, what have you been averaging, Home Gates? 3,000. Yeah, 3,000. Just on the, literally just on the 3,000. I think it's 2,997 yeah. or something stupid like that at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that compare to the National League? Way higher. Way higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I so our last few Saturday, uh, well, last few Saturday home games were about two thousand five hundred home fans, which um, we would get on a good day, maybe sixteen hundred home fans in the national league, and that's if everyone turned up, kind of thing. So yeah, it's quite a bit high at the moment. No, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, there's a definite, um, definite jump in attendances, which is going to obviously be bolstered then when we do finally get the away section um, done, because it'll be about a thousand, I think they're saying. Good. Um, yeah. So, well, we can certainly have a thousand of, of the, the clubs who can sell it. So, um, certain clubs won't need it, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, that's kind of really it. Are you going to are you going to make the trip yourself? Did you get a ticket, Harry? Or I, I am coming down. Yes. You are coming down. Excellent, yes. good man. <laughs> we we see you in the bar. <laughs> it's crossed. Yeah. 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 yeah, you'll see us. yeah. yeah. Excellent news. Well, thank you just, very much for inviting me on, guys. I really appreciate it. You're more than welcome, and I'm, I, I'll, I'll talk to you after, but thank you very much for, for doing it as well, especially um, with no other problem. things that have happened. Um, but um, just quickly before I wrap up, um, I've actually managed to get some tramway tickets from that EFL app, um, which bizarrely give out tickets for people who've got season tickets, and I don't really know what to do with them. So if anyone does need any tickets for tramway and you're going to go anyway, just give us a shout, and I'll um, meet you before the game and give you your tickets over. <laughs> Um, Mike Seen that, uh, have a look at him. Look, 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 look. Hey. Mike at suttonpodcast.com. Um, and yeah, give us a shout about the podcast, um, any of the socials of Sutton Podcast or at Sutton Podcast. And I will wrap it up there. Um, I should have, I think, on Sunday, I've got Paul and I think Johnny is going to come on on Sunday as well. Um, so I will see you guys on Saturday. Hopefully, um, it'll be a bit of a wasted trip for our friends from Tranmere. Um, but um, other, than that, other than that, the nah. loving will continue after Saturday. Um, and I'll catch you guys all soon. Thanks for your time, people. Mushy. It's lovely to talk to you all. And um, thank you for listening, thank everyone. Thank you. Thank you. See you Saturday, Harry. See you, Joe. Yeah, take care. United! 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 United!
Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.